Hello, everyone, and welcome again to Mercury, a broadcast of hope. I'm Agnes Drew, and today marks 51 days since we've been back on the air. 51. There's nothing really special about 51. It's not a milestone or a significant number, except maybe to mathematicians. It's not like 42. That would have been nice to have this done on 42. Or maybe 100. That's a nice number, although it would be nicer if we didn't have to keep doing this all the way to 100 days. I mean, I hope everything gets back to normal before we get that far along. Agnes. Yes, sorry. Yes, I'm here today with Max O'Brien and Dr. Rosalind Clark. They've agreed to be here with me today because... Because today's the day I finally have Sam's voicemail completely and perfectly transcribed. And that means that today's the day I get to share it with all of you. Agnes. I don't want to. Please don't make me. I can't stand it. It'll be like he's gone. I mean, really gone. It's like when someone's been gone a long time and says they're coming to visit, but you don't believe it until they actually walk through the door. Or when you buy the lottery ticket and you don't think you're going to win anything, but then you actually do. And or when someone is missing and you just can't believe they're really gone, so you hold on to their stuff and you keep their room just the way they left it and you dust the furniture and keep the bed made. And... Agnes. Agnes. Agnes, we know. You might not think we do, but we know. We know exactly how you feel. And you might not believe us because we've never gone through exactly what you're going through. But we've been around a little longer than you have, and we've lived a little more, and we've known friends and family members who have been through things that are, well... Not exactly like this, but they're really similar. Dr. Clark's right. And you've worked so hard. His bed is made, in your mind. He'll be with you forever. And we're both here for you whenever you might need to talk about it. That's why we're both here today. I thought it was because you wanted to make sure I went through with it. Well, that too, if you want me to be completely honest about it. Getting this interface to work wasn't easy. I'd hate for it to go to waste. (laughs) I guess you're right. But it just... It feels... It feels like the end, you know? We do know. And in some ways it is. But it can also be a beginning. A beginning of your own healing. A change in the way you think about him. Not to love him less. But to love him in a different but equally powerful way. And sharing him with our listeners is a great way to do it. I mean, so far you're the only one who's actually heard the voicemail. Even me and Max, we haven't actually heard what he said. That's yours and yours alone. But it's a heavy burden to carry. Let everyone out there help and carry it with you. I guess you're right. Well, listeners, I... I think this is it. Here we go. There are actually three messages. 
Good morning, sweetums. Just a reminder to pick up some milk and eggs on your way home. X is noodles, Sam. Hey, Loch Ness. I just wanted to hear what it would sound like. You know, if this were just another Tuesday and you and I were... Uh, so, I have a confession. When we first met, I had you pegged for an imposter. I thought your wide-eyed, panglossian friend-to-all air was an act. A front you put on to hide some deep-seated insecurity or ignorance of how the world really was. But then we got paired up in science class and you invited me to your house to work on our biodome project. Your little house with blue shutters on the wrong side of the tracks where we downed liters of Fanta Orange and Fritos and you made grilled cheese monsters for Milo out of dinosaur cookie cutters while your mom worked a double and walked him to bed where he slept with that I heart anus pillow. Uh, because he couldn't pronounce the G in my name, you explained. And my hand brushed up against yours over glue guns and peat moss, and I understood. You were the only honest person left on this entire ball of cosmic gas. Uh, you don't find the person in high school in your junior year while making a terrarium out of plastic soda bottles. I tried so hard to convince myself of that all the while wearing it on my face like a giant red clown nose. You made me ridiculous, Agnes. You shook me out of my lull, my stupor of, of, of cynicism. It happened... It happened so fast, Agnes. Do you remember? We were playing hide-and-seek with Milo. He was the finder. He was counting to a hundred. I, I slipped out from behind the curtains in your bedroom and watched you darting back and forth in search of the best spot. Forty-five! <laughs> you were so earnest, I whispered your name, motioned you over. You wriggled in next to me. My heart uh, leapt out of my chest like a drummer monkey. Sixty-three! Beads of sweat rolled down the sides of my face. I swear one landed on your shoulder. I, I held my breath. You swung around face to face. It all happened so fast, lips to lips. Eighty-nine! Eighty-nine. Eighty-nine. My ears buzzed. Everything felt suspended, held afloat by our lips. And then Milo tearing back the curtain and yelling, Gotcha! You bungled me, Agnes. You found me. I, I howled at the moon for you. Did I ever tell you that? I wrote bad poetry. I had outbursts of uncontainable emotion. I think... No, I, I know. I did. I skipped once. One day, walking to school, I crossed over a sidewalk chalk-drawn hopscotch board and, and skipped. I should have been shoved in a locker. I should have been tarred and feathered. But I didn't care. We, we found each other, Agnes. Do you know how rare that is? Do you think uh, if, if we had the time, we would have turned into our parents? Well, into my parents? Tuning each other out, taken for granted? Don't, don't let this strip the good from you. Don't, don't let it spoil your beautiful history. It isn't you. It's happening to you, but it is, it isn't you. I heart anus. I love you, Agnes Charlie Drew. I, I have to go. I don't want you to hear until we meet again as fluttering fruit flies in the next phantom biodome.
This is Agnes Drew here with Dr. Rosalind Clark and Max O'Brien for Mercury, a broadcast of hope. Take care of each other.